preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, simply live the supernatural life. That's what every Christian is supposed to do. Learn how through our program with Teresa Lust Ministries. Stay tuned. Hello, my beautiful friends. You are tuned in with Teresa Lusk Ministries. I am your host, Teresa Lusk. I am bringing you a message on the subject of healing, healing for the body. And I want to bring you the Word of God. I'm also going to share, or I'm actually going to have a friend come on, on the phone with me, so that she can share a testimony that I think will be encouraging to so many of you as you listen in. But, um, you know, I want to start off by really dealing with the negative aspects of healing and how um, the, the negative things that people deal with, whether it's because of people's teachings or whether it's because of condemnation of so many sorts. So let me start off by saying this. I know that there are so many different theologies on healing. And uh, Teresa Lusk Ministry strongly believes in the will of the Father, which is to heal. We know that God's heart is to heal. Um, We also know that even though people have been prayed for, that they don't always heal. Obviously, people die of disease every single day. And what we don't get into as a ministry, and myself as a minister, I don't get into the whys. I don't, I don't bother with it because there are so many promises of God that we have not yet seen come to pass. We know that it's not God's will that anybody should perish, yet they do. They choose to. Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so my heart as a minister is not to focus on the why nots and asking this and asking that. Absolutely not. My heart is simply to focus on God's word, which tells us to go out and heal, and then to focus on continuing to stay faithful in healing no matter what. And so I have my Bible here with me, and you'll probably hear me uh, turn the pages because, as I've been telling people who either watch me or listen, I'm encouraging people to get in the habit of getting in the Word again in their written Word, not just their Word in, in the app, which the app is a wonderful thing. But I want to encourage you to get in the written word, you know, the, there's just something amazing about flipping through the pages and looking through the books and seeing what book comes after the other. And so I just love it. But let me read you a scripture. And this is Teresa Lusk Ministries signature scripture, by the way. Um, let's start with Mark 16. And here we go. Verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. See, this is my my um, scripture of defense, because when we have a church body in any in any denomination or whatever that says, "Well, this is not the work of the Lord for today." Um, you know, that's actually not in agreement with the Bible. The Bible makes it real clear. It says, these signs will follow those who believe. And we need to believe it. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. 
They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. Now that is the Word of God. The Word of God just told you and I that this is the expectation for your life as a believer. And so I know some of you who listen uh, frequently may say, Teresa, I've heard you say that over and over again. And the truth is, my friends, that's because it is true. It is true. It's the Word of God. It's true. It's a commandment and it's an instruction. Now, my job is not to say, well, what if they don't heal? Because guess what? I've prayed for people who have not gotten healed. Can I just be honest? I absolutely have. I have also prayed for people who have gotten healed. And that's what I want us to focus on because if I think about all the times that I failed, then I might not succeed the next time I attempt to do something big. And I think that the the fallen condition of, of man's mind, of the man of the person, is that we are quicker, unless we've re, you know renewed our mind and had an experience with the Lord, we're very quick to believe the negative. And that goes for anything, anything we do, right? We're real quick for that. And so I want to encourage you, my friends, that God told you to do it. He said, here's how you will, this is what your ministry will look like if you belong to the body of Christ. And some of you may say, well, I'm not, you know, running around casting out demons. Well, maybe you are. Are you bringing healing to people's minds and hearts and you know, a lot of times there's healing that goes on that a lot of people can't even see. They can't see. And so they can, um, you know, they can, you know, because they're not seeing this, you know, very dramatic manifestation of some kind of demonic entity, but healing sometimes involves casting out demons. And sometimes, guess what? It's just simply bringing a person to believe the truth of God. And so while I do think it's important that we lay hands and, and cast out demons, etc., it's also important that we understand that healing also happens in a variety of ways. But we're talking about physical healing. So number one, we know that the scripture has said, hey, if you're a believer, this is what your ministry looks like. Now, let me take you to another scripture. Let's go to John 14, 12. This is, this is going to blow some of y'all's minds. And yes, I'm from Texas, so I say y'all. All right, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and greater works than these he will do, because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. First of all, do you realize that he says that if you believe in him, these works, greater works, meaning many more, because he's gone. He, he had to go to the Father. And so he says, in my name, uh, if you, in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified. So it's for the sake of the Father being glorified in the Son. And then he moves on and says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you, and I will be in you. You know, here's, here's what a lot of times people separate this, because 
When you look at your Bible in John 14, there's a little subtitle right after, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And so they separate it with verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. But actually 15 really should follow immediately. If you love me, right after 14, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. What commandments are those? That we do the works that the Father did, that, that Jesus did here on earth because the Father was doing them. There's another scripture that talks about that, that Jesus says, I only do what I see my Father doing. That's in John 5, 19, I believe. Therefore, Jesus answered and was saying to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself unless it is something he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, these things the Son also does in like manner. So for you, my friends, and me, it's in like manner that we obey Mark 16, 17 through 18, John 14, 12 through, uh, what, let's see here, through 14. So I'm setting the tone biblically, right? Um, I'm setting the tone of what God wants for us. So regardless of what we see, regardless if we feel confident or not, if you have the spirit of the living God on the inside of you, I promise you, you too will do the works that Jesus did here on earth. Because that's what the Lord wants us to do. He says, listen, I've got to go, but I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit right here so that you can go ahead and step up to your plate, represent me here on earth, and carry out the healing of the living God here on earth. So what are some things that resist? Well, number one is tradition and religion, right? Uh, Y'all hear me talk about this a lot. I talk about how um, our teachings that we've heard in so many Christian circles, whether it's churches or from our favorite preachers, you know, we've been taught a lot of times that that's not for today. It's not still God's will, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, um, I can tell you that if you asked a person who has been healed, if it's still God's will today, I'm sure they're not going to agree with that theology. I have personally prayed for people who have gotten healed, men and women, men and women, and they've gotten healed, and I've prayed for some that haven't, but can I tell you that the people who have been healed, that they're celebrating their healing today, they're not, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not also focused on the people that didn't, because my job is to simply do what God told me to do. And so I do that here on earth, but there's people who've had pain and, and, and stuff going on for many years, many. And so now life is changing. And so for, for them, because they've gotten healed. Yes, people have passed away believing and praying, but guess what? I pray that, that, that if, you know, that I pray that that is how all of us would leave this earth, believing and praying in God's goodness, in his word, etc. And so one of the things to note about Jesus is that he didn't teach uh, healing or miracles. He just displayed it. He, he displayed it. He lived it out. And that's our job as well is to just live it out. Just function in what God has given you. Um, you know, Mark, the book of Mark is full, full of healing, deliverance, um, preaching. I mean, it is a phenomenal book. Make sure you read it. So that you can, if, if you're having trouble believing that this is God's will, go to the book of Mark and read it. 
and, and fill yourself up with the truths of God so that you can stay focused on God's will, not on the naysaying. And you know, in the same way, in the same way that there are people who are always saying, well, it's not God's will that people be healed, whatever, whatever, those who do believe in healing, or let me rephrase, many who do believe in healing, I have seen them treat others with condemnation when they do not get healed. And I'm going to say something, that's not God's heart. I don't agree when people treat you with condemnation and shame. They try to shame you because you didn't get healed. Because what they'll say is, well, if you didn't get healed, it's because you don't have faith. And while Jesus pointed out the healing of people because of faith, there was healing that went on without it. I mean, let's go to Lazarus, right? He was dead. There was no faith to be had. And so the man, what faith did that man walk, operate in? None. And so we have to be careful with the condemnation that we put on other people because we can actually create unbelievers by the way we condemn others. And so I'm fully against the condemnation and shaming. But I'm also fully against entertaining and mocking those who attempt to live in the will of the Father. I said, I've said before, um, you know, the Lord doesn't want anybody to perish, yet yet they do. And uh, and it's not His will, yet they do. And so so let's stay focused. If, if we can become people who aren't busy trying to get in the fight with other people, why this is true and why this isn't true, then guess what, my friends? We have very high chances of releasing the power of the Holy Spirit into people's lives. And so I encourage you to stay focused on that. So listen here. So I want to share, I want my friend to share a testimony about healing that she experienced not long ago. And the reason why I want her to share it is because she's not a minister. She's not in the fivefold ministry. She's not a, nothing. She is just a woman who believes God could he believed God could heal and she saw a beautiful testimony. So let's give her a call and I am calling her right now. Here we go, friends. We're getting her on the phone. Hello, this is Jean. Hey, Jean. This is Teresa Lusk. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. How awesome. You? Good. You know, I'm recording right now for our radio program, and I was just sharing with our friends about healing of the body, and I was telling them that you have a testimony that I think would be very encouraging for them to hear. So can you share your testimony about a healing you uh, took part in and watched the Lord do? Um, okay, I, I was at a wedding in January mm -hmm. and um, it, was, it was a nice, pretty nice place. Uh, so I was, I was walking around there just talking to people and um, I saw this guy out in one of the foyers kind of leaning on the table and um, I, I said uh, are you okay are you hurting and he said well my leg and my back have been hurting for several days so um, I said well you know I'm sorry to hear that and I, I started to walk away and then I came back I said well felt like I should pray for him mm -hmm. and uh, so I'd asked him if it was okay I wasn't sure he spoke English because I knew there were a lot of people from Poland at this wedding, uh -huh. so um, I don't speak Polish. So, uh -huh. um, anyways, he, he spoke English, and um, he said, "Oh sure," and I said, "Well, okay, is it okay if I put my hand on you and pray?" 
And he said, sure. So um, I prayed that God would heal him and take away his pain and prayed in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he, he thanked me and I went away. It just took a few minutes and I walked around some more. And then um, a little while later, a lady came in there and took me by the arm and said, I need to talk to you up here. And I said, okay. So there was a small group of people and the guy was there. And, you know, I don't, I don't know who he was, but um, she said, he said, well, um, you know, I don't know what you did, but the pain is gone. And I said, well, it was God, you know, God healed you. And mm -hmm. he said, oh, you know, you're a healer. And I said, no, it's, it's God. God's the healer. I don't have any power to heal. So um, we talked for a little bit and then we all went our own ways. Amen. You know, um, this reminds me of the scripture that I just shared with our listeners in Mark 16 that says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And you know, you have the boldness from what I'm hearing, you have the boldness of the Holy Spirit upon you to be able to approach this man because you just said you were about to walk away, right? And then you just felt a pool. I just, well, I actually did walk away, and oh. then I, came, I went in the next room, but I was close, and oh. then I came back, and I said, you know, let me pray for you. <laughs> I so. love that you did that. Yeah, I love that you did that, because, you know, Jean, that just speaks to the boldness of the Holy Spirit within us. You know, sometimes we, we feel like we're going to look crazy, or people are going to think we're crazy. You know, um, I actually, years ago, and I hate to share this story because it kind of embarrasses me, but I, I have to be honest. I would, this was years ago. I would work out at um, the YMCA near my house, and there was a woman who uh, um, came into the room because I had a, a, a workout buddy, and she and I would actually just go into the gym by ourselves because the gym was usually alone. and. We'd go in there and we'd work out. Well, this woman walked in and she knew my buddy. And so she starts talking about her hip and, you know, this, that, and the other and problems with her hip. Well, I could feel the faith for healing right there. It was, it was so intense in a way that I had never felt before. But I was so overcome with fear that she would uh, think I'm crazy and I let the opportunity go. But I could feel the Spirit of the Lord so heavy. That woman would have, I mean, I'm telling you something supernatural would have happened in that moment. But I let it go because I was afraid of, you know, looking crazy or whatever. And I had to repent. I was so sad afterwards. So I am proud of you for being willing to go back and say, hey, can I lay hands on you? And look, God God was faithful. So that's really awesome. So are, so are you in ministry or anything? No, I'm not. And I just, I just go to church. <laughs> so you, you just believed God. You believed his word and said, hey, this man's hurting. Let me go pray for him. Yes, and you know, I'm, um, I'm not any anything special except for what God does, and and um, you know, he he does give he does give gifts to everybody, and I don't think I'm I have any special gift for healing or anything. Mm -hmm. It's it's just you know whatever. Yeah, God's God's goodness and, and His will to heal that man. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Jean, for sharing that. And I pray that those of you who are listening would be encouraged by her story. 
uh, that, you know, she's not in ministry, she's not doing, she's just a faithful lover of God, and she knew that God is true, and His Word is true, and so she stepped out there. Jean, thank you so much for joining our call today. Well, thank you, Teresa. All right, God bless okay. you. Bye-bye. All right, God bless Friends, I pray that that has encouraged you today because I've known this woman for years and she's she she really is just, you know, she she lays low. She's not out in the public ministry eye or anything, but she just loves the Lord and felt the pull of the Holy Spirit. And that's how we begin to see the the hand of the Lord is by um, really just staying faithful, knowing what his word says, and then acting on it. And just like my story where I just shared that I actually walked away from an opportunity, um, you know, afterwards I did pray for the woman and I said, God, please reach her with your healing, that she would not miss out on the healing because of my disobedience. And so uh, I will just believe that the Lord did his thing because I'm telling you, I could feel a power being released and maybe he healed her anyway just because I was there. I don't know because I never saw her again, but I know that God's heart was to heal her that moment. And my friends, we have to focus. Those are the things I'm talking about. It's important for us to focus on that. And, and so what if you try and you lay hands and you don't see what you thought you would see? And so what? Let's keep on just giving God the opportunity to, to show himself true and real. And you know, there are times when um, maybe it's not that the person doesn't have faith, but the person really intentionally does live in unbelief. And I've got to deal with that because it is true, my friends, that it's possible. And I've met these people, and I don't say this in a condemning way, but there are people who have made up their minds and hearts wholeheartedly that they don't believe that God heals today. They believe that he that was for them. But think about this. Jesus did his ministry he, he did his ministry for three years. And three years on earth, do you really believe, my friend? Can we really believe that God was only intending to do ministry of healing, preaching, and casting out demons for three years? What would be the point of that if Jesus the Messiah came to redeem you and I from, from the pit of darkness, from our, our lost condition? Why would that be only for that season, for that moment? You know, the, the, the perfection has not come yet. Jesus came. He was perfect here on earth, but perfection, meaning the new earth and everything else where Jesus' second coming, it's not come yet. And so these gifts and this power of healing, deliverance, and evangelism, it's still for today. It's so that you and I can have a reason to believe God. Do you know that's, that's the part of the reason why healing ministry exists? So that we can prove God to be real and true? And so my friends, I encourage you to seek after it. Don't seek after and dwell on the things that have not come, but dwell on the things that have. And you will see that the Lord will use you in such a mighty and powerful way. And while many things that we attempt to do do not come to pass, it doesn't mean it was a no. What if the Lord is just allowing you to practice your faith? 
and your boldness? What if he's got that person taken care of already by somebody else, but he's allowing you to build up your faith in healing, in preaching, in deliverance? I Listen, I've dealt with serious health issues here and there, things that seem to want to take a toll on my body at times, and I am not going to focus on that. I believe God is good. I believe he's a healer. I believe he's a restorer. And that's what I'm going to focus on. So I pray that you would too, my friends. And so let go of the things you've heard and test God. Won't you test him in the way of saying, God, I really, really want to believe you. So I'm going to walk out this commandment that you gave me in Mark 16 or that you gave me in the book of John chapter what what was it 14 um you know that if we love him we'll keep his commandments and so that's what i have to answer to did i keep his commandments his commandments of praying for the sick or really not even praying because we're not necessarily instructed to pray um in the in the book of james it talks about laying hands and and the elders and you know praying over the sick person but when we're just supposed to go out and lay hands Um, That's not necessarily praying. It's a commandment. And so I want to be found faithful that I've done what the Lord has asked me to do. So I pray that you'd be encouraged, my friend. And I'm going to pray for you that the Lord would release and activate anointing for healing. But before I do, I want to remind you that you are listening to Teresa Lusk Ministries. And I am your host, Teresa Lusk. I want to encourage you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, sign up for our newsletters where we can stay in touch with you and update you on any upcoming events and books that we are releasing and anything else, my friends. Also, if you are being empowered by our ministry, would you please give? Give to our ministry. Go to our website and click on the donate button. No amount is too small and no amount is too big. We just want to continue to do our ministry as the Lord leads. And we know that God has assigned faithful givers for this season and this time. So we bless you ahead of time for those of you who will step out and bless our ministry right now. And so thank you. And so also we want to remind you to get a copy of our latest book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. You can get it whatever wherever books are sold online. And now we have it in Spanish. So please go out and get a copy of Libre Sin Reservacion on Amazon.com. Well, Father, we pray blessing over my friends who are listening today. God, that you break the chains of unbelief. Those things that they've decided in their heart that resist the commandment to go out and heal, to go out and lay hands. Father, we thank you that you'll release a Holy Spirit fire and activation in the depths of their belly, that your power will flow out from there, and that when they lay hands, that power, healing power, will be released. I pray that fear would be broken from my friends, fear of looking foolish, fear of man rejecting, fear of uh, not having success when they lay hands. Father, all sorts of fear that is deceiving, the fear that uh, is built on lies of the enemy and pressure of the unbelieving. God, I thank you, Father God, for your son, Jesus, who paid the price for healing on the cross. I thank you that the stripes 
that those stripes and the blood that was shed through those stripes, that that brings healing to my body and my friend's body, those who are listening, and to our minds, our hearts, our souls, our emotions. We receive physical healing right now. I receive physical healing for my own body right now, for my children's bodies right now, for my husband. Father God, I receive it for those listeners right now. We receive it for the listeners. Let Holy Spirit fire. Let it be completely saturating their bodies with the right to be healed because of Jesus and his sacrifice for us. Lord, thank you for burning up the spirit of unbelief from our lives. That which we have made a covenant with or an agreement, I should say, an agreement with. The spirit of unbelief, of religion and tradition that says, no, this is not for you. This was for a season. That which mocks, that which tries to mock and defile the power of the cross. Father, forgive us for making healing of such a temporary a moment with such a great sacrifice. Who are we to minimize the, the sacrifice of Jesus to three short years? Who are we, Father? Forgive us. And God, let healing, let healing release right now in our bodies and into the bodies of those we will touch and come into contact with. I come in agreement with the power of God for my life and for those who are listening that where they go, healing will occur in the bodies and the minds and the souls of those who they will come into contact with. That salvations will follow, that deliverance will follow, and that peace will begin to follow in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, that the listeners are encouraged today and that they remember that it is a yes and amen in Jesus. It's a yes and amen from heaven. And Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.